I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see what music does to people, it gives me a lot of hope. If you liked Locatora before, you're going to love Season 9. Subscribe to our show and you'll see why Locatora is your prima's favorite podcast. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleha Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C., we dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, thanks for listening to the best of Cavino and Rich podcast. Be sure to catch us live every day from 5 to 7 p.m. Eastern, 2 to 4 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for Cavino and Rich at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. The highlights for me involved Danny G and our waitress. Yeah, you know what? Before you even said that, you said you hope you had a Nuggets type of night. We all got boneless wings, so essentially we did have a Nuggets type of night. But Nuggies. I, and this is no, you know, disrespect to Buffalo Wild Wings. I love Hooters. I love Buffalo Wild Wings. I love me some wings, or as you say, oh, if they're boneless chicken tenders. Dicky like wingy. The last time, the last two times I've gone to Buffalo Wild Wings now, I feel like I'm getting all hard breading and no dry, chicken. Dry, right? Like very dry the last couple of times. I feel like I need to hit them up and be uh, like, Yo. you know, restaurants, chain restaurants especially, they go through cycles, man. And and I always wonder, is it Lacking in quality, is this part of shrinkflation? Are we only getting the doo-doo portions? Or are we just outgrowing it? We're advancing in life, advanced palates. Does it depend on who cooks it, too? Yeah, yeah of course. I, I'd okay. imagine, like, yeah, that's why I can't Some be Some people like, may be better at it there than others. Yeah, like that, Ramos, that's why I can't say, Buffalo Wild Wings stinks, because when Kavino and I brought, you know, like, 80 wings for the whole crew a couple weeks ago. They were great. I worked at Bennigan's for years on a throwback Thursday, and it was one guy, Angel, man, he would cook up a health club chicken platter, a Monte Cristo, a turkey O'Toole. (laughs) Everybody would love it. And then there was another guy who looked like Luis Guzman, and if the steak hit the floor, you know, he lived by the five-second rule. He was always (laughs) itching private parts, cooking stuff. So it affected the quality. Some people put more love into it for sure. Yeah, I'm just saying we just got a a hell of a lot of, uh, you know, 
Not a lot of chicken. Just a lot of like hard, stale breading. A lot of breading. Yeah. A lot of breading with sauce on it. And we were watching the game, having fun, brainstorming some cool ideas we have in store for the show that hopefully uh, we'll get to tell you guys about soon. So had some cool ideas for the show. Watched the game that was close until, you know, midway through the third quarter. Yo, I saw a video, though, and it's so true. It stood out to me more last night than any night before. There's a viral video, a semi-viral video that some kid pieced together on TikTok. And he's playing sloppy basketball, right? And he makes, like, awkward three-point shots over his head, two hands over his head. And no matter where he throws it from and no matter what angle he's at, it goes in, he's pretending to be Jokic. Because people say he plays like yeah. an old guy. He plays like he's wearing flip-flops. Every he shot just, looks like a line drive, yeah, too, but it goes shot, in. But it goes in, and that's how it really seems. He's yesterday. the king of the ball hits the front of the rim, like, how did has a gentle in? bounce to the other side of the rim and in. Like He gets all the rolls. How does it go in? I felt like that watching yesterday. How do you do it? So, Observation one, great game until halftime. I feel like we dipped out at the right time. We watched three quarters, and it was like a 15-point lead. And we're like, all right, guys, let's see you later. Call tonight. We had some nice wings, had a drink. Danny had a couple drinks because he spilled one of them all over the table <laughs> and on the story floor. story number one. Uh, That's yeah. story number uh, one. We speculate on the game, and you can chime in at 877 on Fox. We're there, and let's just say for now, because we're going to talk about the waitress too, Relatively attractive waitress, right? Which makes the story more embarrassing. Danny G, for like 20 minutes, was trying to get her attention, trying to get a Coke. Right? Excuse, yeah. excuse me. Maybe your voice didn't mo- register, you know, it, it, to her ears because it's so low. No, man. Hey. She, she was like <laughs> she was like the heat because she disappeared the entire third quarter. Jeez. <laughs> Come on. Hey, excuse me. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. I didn't hear Have you. Have you been calling me for the last 25 minutes? Hey. Yeah, can I get another Dr. Pepper? <laughs> so, <laughs> so Danny G finally gets his oh, soda. Man. And I don't even. Do you want to take it from yeah. here? How did you spill it? Yeah, so. I didn't know that Rich ordered a dessert. No. Leave it to Rich, because when we were in Vegas, he did the same thing. And when he thought that it was a comp meal, he got two desserts for the table. <laughs> Rich? Yes. Uh, Bring them on. Then he found out his personal credit card was going to be used, and he was like, can we send one of Ooh, these desserts back? Yeah. So, so a dessert comes to the table, and very nicely, Rich started passing out forks. Because they put it, she put it right in the middle of the table. So I scoop back a little bit to make some room because I'm like, yeah, dessert. We're each going to take a couple bites We got wings and cheesecake. What a cheat night. (laughs) As Rich passes me my fork... I do a karate chop to get oh. it, and my and my Mr. Miyagi trained karate chop hit the top of my Pepsi cup, All and over it the place. spilled full cup. Thank goodness, not on any of you guys, but it kind of came down the tall tabletop like a waterfall. Got your phone. Yeah, Pepsi waterfall on my uh, legs and my phone. So now Danny G's calling the same waitress over, hey, sorry, spillage. I got a spillage. <laughs> right? And- She's like, don't worry, guys. And it was kind of embarrassing. Anytime it happens. And we try to take the heat off. No, but we took the heat off of Danny G. It's funny. But like, you feel like an ass, right? It's a major party foul. It is. She's like, don't worry. It happens once a day, but it's usually a kid. (laughs) It's usually a a three-year-old, not a Uh, 43-year-old, you know? Yeah, kids probably get better service around here. Oh, (laughs) man. So that's a party foul. It happened. We laughed about it. No big deal. No big foul. No big crime. She cleaned it up. But there's a more important question. And it doesn't have to do with spillage. 
And it was, you know, I, I do, you do but feel you know weird. What's worse, the worst part about it, though? When she's there mopping it up and you're just like, oh, keep mopping. Yeah, not only did Danny have the spillage, but she, like, busted out the mop and everything. And then she put up that, that, uh, piso mojado wet floor sign, this big <laughs> giant, like, a big giant sign on the floor. Uh-huh. So it happens, and it happened to Danny G. But what was the uh, biggest? The, when I say biggest, pun intended. There, there was a huge takeaway. What was the biggest takeaway? Not the heat. And by the way, good first half. And then, you know what it was, Danny? At the end of the first half, we were like, a three-pointer would be nice right here. The, the heat had a last possession. And if they hit a three, it would have been a two-point game. But they went into the second half down five, which even two. You know, you, don't, you want to go down one score going into the half. Third quarter. Heat disappeared. Our waitress disappeared. And the big speculation the whole night, respectfully, was our waitress, was her butt fake or not? Oh, my god. I mean, like this And you guys already did a bit on this on your Patreon show. Please keep in mind that we're in Los Angeles, okay? We're in L.A., so there's a lot of work getting done out here. Or it got done in the past because that's not the new trend. The smaller operations are the, yeah. the trendy thing. What is yeah. it called, Rich? Oh. Do you remember the, the the term what ladies are asking for now? No, I don't. For the butt lift? Or yeah, like it's, a, like, it's like smaller curves now that they're asking for. They don't, wow, they don't want that slipping. huge. You don't know? Danny, yeah. I feel terrible. I usually keep up on sports and butt culture. I, uh, you know, I could have the, swore you mentioned this on the air a few weeks back. It's, it's right, possible. the whole Brazilian butt yeah. lift thing, that's sort of out, right? Exactly. And I hate to say it, but if you follow the Kardashian trends, they're not as thick as they used to be. And, you know, women, especially women out here, follow those trends. So that whole big, giant booty thing is not what it used to be. So this girl has a big, giant booty. Let's be real. It's distracting. It it looked like, I mean, she was an attractive woman, and it looked like she had two NBA basketballs, one in each cheek. Way to tie it back to sports. Yeah. She had two two NBA basketballs. close enough, I thought I saw a fist bump. I thought I saw Wilson (laughs) out there. (laughs) Spald- Wait, is this Spalding? Spalding? What does that say on her butt? So, yo, no exaggeration, Fox Sports Radio Nation. You're there with your buds. You can't help but notice. And you're looking around to see if everyone else is noticing too, right? It's the same distraction as if, it's a good analogy. You ever go somewhere and there's a celebrity there? <laughs> so, even though you're trying to enjoy your meal, like, let, let's, I mean, Kavino and I were out to lunch once and Howie Mandel was at the next table. Like, literally 10 feet from us. So, you're not starstruck over Howie Mandel, but let's be honest, like multiple times throughout your meal, you do a little glance over, like, that's oh, Howie Mandel. You it's sort of help. distracting. Yeah, you can't help but notice this. So you, we couldn't help but notice her butt. Now we that, posed the question based on today's culture. Now you gotta factor in a few things, okay? You gotta factor in today's culture. You gotta factor in the sensitive sensitivity of today's culture. What are the rules of asking people? People in your circle, friends, family. Strangers. Maybe even strangers. I don't know. If you got work done. Hey, did you get work done? Because look, you may think, well, completely offensive, but there's a lot of people that are proud of the work that they get Well, not only proud of it, a lot of girls will post on Instagram or TikTok like, here I am getting my work done because they get get deals from the doctors if they post it. What was once taboo is is kind of a bragging right. Like women and men, they they very much are out there saying, yeah, I got some bro talks today or I got my lips done and, you know, it's it's sort of a bragging right. It's almost like, look at my Louis Vuitton bag. I got these done by this high-end doctor. I've never heard a guy say, look at my bro talks. I'm trying to keep it a non-sexist conversation. 
conversation. But it is a, it's a one-sided conversation. Guys aren't bragging about their bro talk, so be real. I women mean, women will post videos of like, look, I'm getting this you know thigh work done with this machine. It's probably thousands of dollars. But it's, it's a very growing trend for men to get work done, though. Well, that's I, a fact. I, yeah. So, point is, spot. I hear, I hear one out of three men in the studio has had work done, and it's not me. Not me. I have not had work done. I, I mean, <laughs> I mean, that's, that's, that's not up me for debate. Either, I can tell you that. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's up for debate. Well, Isaac Lowenkron. No, 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 no. So again, Fox Sports Radio Nation. You, we gave a, you, all the you really needed a reduction, Isaac. It's that. <laughs> no, okay. Yeah. All right, so um, that's what the rabbi said. Yeah. So back to Spot. I'm bringing up Spot because mid dinner, Spot was feeling. Feisty or something? Maybe uh, it was that drink you had, Spot. Maybe it was I, that, uh, I didn't have a drink, which is the maybe funny part. Maybe you needed huh? a drink to calm down because Spot's like, "Look at that booty." Spot's like, "I'll ask her. I'm I got it. Like, I got to ask." Her. I was like, I gotta "Spot, ask her." I was like, "Spot, respectfully." We had a report. She's a woman in her mid twenties. Don't be a creepo. Wasn't. Creep- but he's like, "It's not creepy if I polite." We were like, "Ma'am, uh, like, what are you gonna say, ma'am? Did you get your ass, ma'am?" <laughs> yeah, you what, have, what you have you a say? wonderful behind. May I ask, is your, that real or fake? Your rumpus is scrumptious. <laughs> I'd, like, I'd like to be friends with it. Scrum diddlyumptious. I hate to sound rude, but does your booty have an Instagram page? Do you, uh, so it doesn't need to be a stranger. Let's say circle of friends, family member, and we could go all over the place with this. Yeah, we have friends straight up that come to, you know, gatherings looking completely different. Is it rude to say you notice? Or like, hey, you look good. Did you do something? In today's world... Is it offensive? Is it over the line to ask if you got work done? Well, you you bring up back in the day, right? On a throwback Thursday. Back in the day, women would get breast implants. And it was almost the, no, they're real. But they weren't. And it was almost like the, I'm the nose trick- job too. Like, I'm tricking everyone. Nose job. This is not, I, this is my natural nose. I had and, a deviated septum. And now I do feel like what Kavino's saying, hold some clout. Like, it's not as taboo to talk about these things. Think about all the things that used to be taboo. Religion, politics, like personal. You know, people talk about all the, you know, medical issues they probably shouldn't talk about on Facebook and Instagram. So the question is, if someone shows up to your barbecue, friend or family member, neighbor, let's say it's a dude and all of a sudden he's got a full head of hair and you're like, I think that guy was balding. Is it totally inappropriate dude, to be like, hey I swear, man. we have a friend. We have a friend that we met and... He was balding when I met him. Always had the balding sort of look going on and everything, and who cares, right? That's just is what it is. A lot of men. All of a sudden, he's got a pompadour. He's got this beautiful head of hair, and I never asked him, but I always felt inclined. Like, dude, what's your secret? What is your secret? Did you take a trip to Turkey? A lot of people going to Turkey to get that work done. You know that's part of the deal, right? A lot I, of people do I that. I did not know this. Really? Yeah, no, they, yeah, they offer like, hey, paid flight, paid everything, send you out to Turkey, come back with a full head of hair. So is it offensive to ask if you got work done? Remember, we live in an extra sensitive world, but we also live in a world where there are no it seems secrets. like everything's open. Everything's out there on the table. You know everything about everybody. People are posting about it on social media. A lot of people... Wear these things proudly. Like I said, like a designer outfit. Oh, yeah, I got my boobs done by this celebrity doctor. They talk about it all the time. So is it rude? Is it is it a compliment? Is it something you don't talk about? Oh, your lip, uh, your lips, uh, where'd you get them done? Is that, I don't know, Danny, you tell me. Rude or are we, you know, are we... I have my answers. Yeah, I think it's kind of rude. I would not I ask wouldn't somebody. Do it. Yeah, I... Yeah. I, I 
posed a question to the Fox Sports Radio Nation. Again, you got to keep in mind we're in Los Angeles, so it's a, a little more plasticky out here. So you see it a lot more often. You go to Whole Foods, you're in line behind somebody, you're like, whoa, he must work out. <laughs> you know, you're like, what is going on? So you feel inclined to ask, maybe I'm old school in my thinking, Rich. It's an old school throwback Thursday, old school when 50 hits in about a half hour. But the old school side of me is like, nah, you don't bring those things up. You don't talk about those things. You don't ask. Spot. Tell me, how would you have asked? I would have pulled her aside when she came over to the table. Said, you know, I noticed your ass. <laughs> Already, creepo. Creepo, um, creepo, creepo. I have to, what, I do have you, to what do you think? Though? Oh, I really, I, well, I, I, wanna, I, I have to compliment you on your behind. Security. <laughs> Security. Please. Get this guy out of here. Security. I got to know. She's going to throw blue cheese in your face. Is that real? <laughs> me and my friends are debating. I mean, if she threw blue cheese in my face, get me some more winks. Yeah, I don't know, man. Uh, well, hey, some, something to think about. I say it's still still out of line. It's still something you don't ask. It's still something personal, you know, and I don't think Unless that there's, a woman- Unless there's one caveat. If one. you look like Matt Reif, I think the woman might be like, yeah, you're so cute. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Uh, it's so it? nice of you to ask. And by the way, Rich, that um, procedure we were trying to think of the name of earlier, yeah. skinny BBL, the skinny uh, Brazilian. Rich, you're slipping, dude. Oh, man, I'm slipping. Yeah. You are slipping. You used to know everything there, about there is one. There is one exception, and we'll wrap it with this, and we'll talk a little more NBA. We'll talk about sports duos on a throwback Thursday. The, the one way, exception. Go ahead, go ahead. The one exception is if someone posts this stuff on Instagram or TikTok or Facebook, if you know someone and they're like, Yeah, finally getting the hair transplant, or like, I went to get a mommy makeover, boobs and butters. If they post it and you see them again, I think you could say, Hey, I saw you post about it, you look great, or tell me about it. I, I, think I have another exception. If you're if your game is extremely tight. <laughs> because what could be offensive for one person to say is not offensive for another person. If you got tight game and you're a super handsome person or good-looking person, you can get away with a lot more, and you know yeah, it's it. That's true. You know it. And uh, speaking of, true. I'm going to tie it back to sports again. You remember what Wade Boggs used to look like? You see him now? Full head of hair, man. Yeah. If you saw Wade Boggs, it'd be like Sweet Pompadour. Sweet Pompadour. Oh, same man. thing as the uh, Chicago Bear uh, defensive player. What was his name? Oh. Uh, uh, Erlacher. Yeah, 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 yeah. Erlacher. Yeah. And, uh... Remember Blake Bortles was losing. I think Blake Bortles may have got some. So hey, let's. I think there's no shame. No in that shame point. in it. If Listen, you look good. You look good. Uh, hey, we had a great night watching the NBA Finals Game Fun Three. Day. That was the first time you looked up because you were looking down at that girl's butt the whole time. I mean, facts. No, no, no. Yeah. no. You were looking down and stepping into a hole in front of our building here. That's you know, a whole other story. That's, yeah, that's a guys, story for later. You guys buried the headline Sweet from last night. We're gonna tell you about how Rich and I both almost died yesterday. We'll explain. Stick around for <laughs> Not that. Surprised. Let me write that down. Great that's reminder, a, that's Danny. That's a good G. one, Danny. Both almost uh, died. Surprise. Find out how. But, again, it's National Best Friends Day. All of us were hanging yesterday watching the game like best buds. Nope. So on this day, we ask you, Fox Sports Radio Nation, to go over the best sports duos, the BFFs in sports. Now you ruined it by saying BFF. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go to No, uh, but Jokic and Murray, that's the duo right now. Yeah. That is the duo right now, man. They're they seem the unstoppable. Uh, Kevin in Texas, we'll start with you. Kevin, Kavino and Rich, what's up? 
What's going on, fellas? Hey, the best part of our kindergarten graduation is the kindergartner's mamas, if you know what I'm saying. Oh, anyway, yeah, uh, buddy. Anyway, so the, the, best, the best one that I grew up watching wrestling, bro, WWF, so the Brothers of Destruction, man, Kane and Undertaker. Somehow Undertaker began his ass whooped by like two or three dudes. All of a sudden the turnbuckles come up in flames and Kane comes out with the... So he's, like, oh, he's, bringing, he's bringing old school wrestling into it with the duos? Oh, in that case, I'd go with the Rockers. That was the those lamest dudes, tag those team. Those dudes rocked, man. No way. Rockers? <laughs> I don't know if you're joking. Oh, I was going to say, because when I was a kid, I remember thinking, like, if this is rock, maybe that's why I don't like rock. I thought, Marty, so I thought Marty Gennetti was the definition of rock and roll. Do the duos have to get along and like each other, or could they just be great together? I think just great together. You know, like I mentioned before, the Bash Brothers. I always put Conseco and McGuire together. They were great together, but yeah. I doubt they were best buds. Yeah. They were great duos. Yeah. They yeah. pretended like they yeah, were. Yeah, are, yeah. You, are you insinuating uh, Jordan and Pippen? Uh, I was thinking also Shaq and Kobe. Shaq yeah. and Kobe had some uh, love and, uh, you know, love. it was a love-hate at times, right? But I wonder if they would have got along a little better, Danny. You might have had more than three of them in a row. You might you might have won a couple more oh, if Shaq yeah. stayed. Yeah, at least one more. Man, um, let's go to Keith in Vegas. Keith, you're on with Kavino and Rich. Yeah, I don't know if anybody's going to top this, but I got to go Reggie Jackson and Billy Martin. Yo, that's a great duo. They're Those great are like duo. frenemy. You know, they they like loved and hated each other. Yeah, I'm I mean, still yeah, publicly yet, fighting, always at each other. Kavino, I've yet to watch that Reggie documentary. Yeah, it's good. They talk a lot about that on the Reggie documentary. That's on Amazon Prime, I believe. Um, <clears throat> thanks for the call, eight seven seven ninety nine on Fox. I gotta do my best, uh, Mad Dog Russo, because nobody's gonna say this. How about <laughs> Bill Russell and Bob Cousy? <laughs> uh, thanks, Mad Dog. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, again, how about Kyle Yastrzemski? And <laughs> he just like he brings up Bob Cousy a lot. So. How about Roger Maris and Mickey Mantle? Thank you, Mad Dog Russo. Uh, Pete in Vegas. What's up, Pete? Hey, fellas. How are we today? We're good, man. What's on your mind? How about a, an old, old, and undeniable best friends, Gail Sayers and uh, Brian Piccolo? Yo, that'll make you cry. Brian's song. I, I watched that as like a young man, like when I was in my 20s. And I remember being like, how did I miss this? That will make you cry, Brian's song. I think I watched it in school. I think I watched it in school. Mm-hmm. I mean, I definitely saw it, but I feel like I watched it in school first. I feel like they showed us that one. When I was in school, when we we watched like, I'm a Bill, I'm a Bill. I'm a... Remember like those cartoons? We didn't watch any cool things in my school. Eh, every once in a while you had a Schoolhouse cool, Rock. You had a cool teacher or whatever. Eight seven seven ninety nine on Fox. I got one and then a story with it, so I'll wait to tell it. But who else do we got? Uh, let's say hi to Thomas. Thomas in Florida. What's up, Tom? How's it going, fellas? What's up, man? What's uh, what comes to mind? Best sports duos on Best Bros Day. Uh, this isn't sports related, but I have had a love-hate duo with John Ramos. John Ramos told me he requires his wife Suzanne to address him as Mister Ramos in the bedroom. 
Is that true, Ramos? Is that true, that Ramos? True? What in the world? <laughs> I, I'm shocked. Ramos. What just happened? I'm appalled. Don't, don't be shocked. I, I use the bedroom in many ways. Whoa! Whoa. 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 Well, I have no idea what that person was talking well, about. Mr. Ramos. Mr. Ramos. Good screening there, Danny. I appreciate that. Isaac Lohenkamp, <laughs> put that in your update. That's our new top story. He said he, he said he had a great sports duo from back in the day. Ramos. I'm That's Mr. Ramos to you. This sounds like Mr. Mr. Ramos. Jeez. And now Suzanne, we know. Suzanne, Susanna had nothing to do with that. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so you guys also make tamales? Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> What's interesting about Whoa. this, too, is, is like what you brought up, bedroom. Danny G, about we as the public like to believe and pretend that everybody here were best friends. That's why I said when you hear Pippin talking all that smack about Jordan, yeah. that's, that's why it's a story. Because we as the fans have this image, and then they ruin it. One of the best duos of my childhood, and Bo Jackson felt bad for him. So the two of them got along, but Marcus Allen always had a scowl on his face on the bench. But Bo Jackson and Marcus Allen in the same backfield, although Marcus Allen, the legend goes, pissed off the late, great Al Davis, and so Bo Jackson got a lot of his carries. Man. Yeah, they, they they weren't besties all the time, huh? No, they were more like Shaq and Kobe. Frenemies, as they say. As a Laker, would you say Laker fan? I should say Kareem and Magic Johnson. Uh, I yeah. mean, they won together, yeah. but um, yeah, especially when Magic first came into the league, he was like a excited little puppy, and Kareem was like the old grouchy guy. As we saw the, in winning time, yeah, yeah, kicking the puppy off his leg, which was very cool to see. I mean, a lot of it wasn't true, but that part of it was. Eight seven seven ninety nine on Fox. All right, so I got a story to tell, and we'll get more phone calls too. I mean, every, by the Best way, Friends Day. Everyone listening, I know your hometown team has an example that may not relate to everyone else because it might just be like, "Yeah, I'm a Twins fan." Uh, you know, Dan Gladden and Kirby Puckett were tight. Like, you may not know, <laughs> you may not know the dynamic in that city, right? Yeah, like, like Derek Jeter and Jorge Posada aren't necessarily the dynamic duo. But they're best buds. Yeah. Like, I think when I think of, like, my 80s Mets when I was growing up, do you say, like, you know, Gary Carter and Keith Hernandez were so different, but those were the two veterans that came in and made them a winner. Were they best friends or no? No, they were very different. But, I mean, they talk about how they couldn't have done it without each other. Yeah, sometimes the the friendship part is surprising. Um, And what you see on the field is is different than the actual reality. Uh, What's your story? Well... Mike, who runs this place, threw out Gretzky and Messier. And by the way, how do Canadians say Messier? Oh, I believe uh, Messier. Is it Messier? I hope everything's going okay with the Canadian wildfires. Is that a new new team? (laughs) It's not a new team. No. No. Sorry. Um, Sorry. Gretzky and Messier. Dynamic duo. Best Buds Day. Back in the day, which was a Thursday, I dated this girl, and we went out to a dinner in New York City, Mm. Del Frisco's, high-end steakhouse, wonderful steak, expensive night out. I'm trying to impress, and I'll never forget, I'll never forget this, because you have to imagine, visualize with me, okay? Just a young dude, just a little kid, young kid, little kid from Union, New Jersey, on his come up, spending all his hard-earned money. Yeah, you're not going to TGI Fridays. You're going to Del Frisco's? Yeah, all my radio hustle, Attaboy. right? I was hanging banners at concerts. All my radio hustle, this high-end steakhouse to impress my girlfriend. 
I was probably in the doghouse or something, right? What a guy. Yeah. So anyway, I take her to the steakhouse, and all of a sudden, the waiter comes up to me, and he goes- Before the waiter came up to you, you were looking at the prices, doing the math in your head? Oh, yeah. I'm like, oh, man. I can't afford this. MP, what's that mean? So, <laughs> long story Market short- Market price? No, thank you. No, thank you. The waiter comes up to me on a throwback Thursday, and he goes, free drink, a bottle. I, I believe he gave me a bottle. Oh. And he's like- uh, on behalf of uh, the table over there. And I look over to the table, and they sent over this whole thing of wine and everything to my girlfriend sitting right across from me. And I look over, and it's this giant-headed Mark Messier, his big bald dome, and a bunch of the New York Rangers at the time. But all I recognized, I'm not a big hockey fan, all I recognized, how could you not recognize Mark Messier? A. A, a. right? <laughs> So all I saw was Mark Messier because he was the most recognizable guy in hockey. And I'm like, you mean to tell me Mark Messier and his table of goons just sent over a bottle of wine to my girlfriend? Fast forward. He was at the table with the number one draft pick for the New York Rangers. And he ended up marrying the girl I was with. <laughs> But so, I remember, like, I'm like, what am I going to do in this moment? So shoot your shot. If you're at a restaurant and you see a hot girl with some other dude, shoot your shot. You may marry her, per the Steve Cavino, Mark Messier well, story. Well, as it turns out, <laughs> they knew, this guy knew my girlfriend, happened to see her there, was trying to be friendly. But they even waved to me, like, hey, we're just being nice guys. We know oh, her or whatever. Yeah, nice guys. And I'm like, man, but what was nice. I going to do? Right? Young dude just trying to have a nice dinner. What am I going to do? Step up to the table and try to fight a bunch of hockey goons? And right? I, and I doubt they did what you did was go to the wine list and pick the second one, second cheapest Second cheapest, yeah. That's what you never pick the cheapest. Look, Always it, all, pick the second it cheapest. all worked out. She has a wonderful family, beautiful family. Now I'm happy for her. Hey, I'm not bitter. I'm better. I don't care. Who told it's you that? Good. Who told you that? A therapist? Yes, a therapist. <laughs> it was, it was very I'm hard not to, bitter. It was, I'm better. It was hard to deal with when I had to go back home and live in my parents' basement. Knowing that I lost her to a professional hockey player. Oh, don't but worry, Steve, don't worry. She's probably in a penthouse with her new fiance. I'll never but you're forget. in your mom's basement. I'll never forget looking over it being like, Mark Messier? Hey. <laughs> True story. Throwback Thursday. But, uh, you know, the dynamic duo here is not my ex and the, the guy, guy at that table. It's uh, Messier and Gretzky. Uh, you know what? All the phones are lit. So let's go rapid fire. They're so lit. Let's go rapid fire. We'll go to you. Give us your duo. We'll go to the next call. We'll start. You'll start at the top, and we'll work our way down. Brad in Cincinnati. What's up, Cincy? Hey, Rich. Um, hey, listen. Uh, you've been talking a lot of pro wrestling the last couple days. Yep. Man, best duos, man. L-O-D. Hawking Animal. Legion of Doom. Yeah, I'll, I'm fine. You know, why not? We'll add wrestling into the mix, too, if you want. I would say... I think there were some great wrestling duos. Demolition sure. was badass. Uh, the Bushwhackers. Yo! <laughs> Yay! Whoa! I mean, yeah, I mean, uh, Butch just died, right? Yeah. Or was it Luke? I think... It was Butch, right? Yeah, Bushwhacker Butch passed away recently. Oh, uh, yeah, but they were great. They were fun. They were fun. I yeah. think wrestling is very much a part of this conversation. In Cincinnati, have a good one. Enjoy. What, is they, what do they do in Cincinnati? They put chili on their fry. They have that special chili, right? That Skyline Skyline, chili. yeah. I got to get some of that. You know, we should tell the boss 
one of these summers. Ramos, tell Suzanne you're going to dip away for about a month. <laughs> Let's go on a stadium. Let's do our show every day from a different stadium. I am in, man. Let's do it. <laughs> Get some skyline. We'll all be 20 pounds heavier by the end of it, uh, trying all that food. Spot, so we're down in planes now. You saw that, right? So Ooh. yeah, we don't want to do that. Spot down in uh, Miami. What was it? The Cubano Gigante? Ah, uh, Cubano they, Gigante. They, ooh, we need all that food. All right, Philly. Chris, what's up? Wizwit. Hey, Yo, Chris. How are you? What's up, man? Yo, like I said yesterday, that smoke is crazy. I'm all crazy stopped up today. So real quick, so Rich, you might not appreciate this, but you might know this more than anybody. Um, Chris Carpenter walked um, Adam Wainwright in as a rookie. Yep. Best friends. Yeah. And then, because he was best friends with Yachty, and then Chris Carpenter and Yachty for 20 years. Yep. I'm a Cardinals fan. There's mine. The Cardinals had some great players. I thought you said you were from Philly. I thought you were going to say like Jimmy Rollins and you know and uh, Howard or Jimmy Rollins and Utley because those are some badass combos. Because I'm thinking around that time as a Mets fan, the duo was Reyes and Wright. Remember Jose Reyes yes. and David Wright. And you know what this makes me think of? There's some star pitchers who have their favorite catcher oh, yeah. that they always want to use that's their best friend. Like, for instance, Kershaw, it had, he had A.J. Ellis all those years. Yeah, Yo, they, sometimes, best I always, buddies. I always find the great, Ramos, you're a big baseball guy, when an ace Cy Young level pitcher, you notice that the backup catches him a lot, which makes you realize, like, yo, they got that's a camaraderie and a friendship. Yep. Like you That happens a lot, by the way. The ace pitcher in the backup I mean, for the, some reason. The Mets are playing bunk baseball right now, but the the narrative for the Mets is that this rookie catcher, Alvarez, Verlander, and Scherzer are both giving this guy like a thumbs up. Like, no, 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 he's not going anywhere. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Hey, it's me, Rob Parker. Check out my weekly MLB podcast, Inside the Parker, for 22 minutes of piping hot baseball talk featuring the biggest names and newsmakers in the sport. Whether you believe in analytics or the eye test, we've got all the bases covered. New episodes drop every Thursday, so do yourself a favor and listen to Inside the Parker with Rob Parker on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcast. Hey, Drew Scott here, and I'm Jonathan Scott, reminding you that life's better with a home policy from American Family Insurance. They can help you get just the right protection at just the right price and help you save when you bundle home and auto. Kind of like Goldilocks and the Three Bears. It'll be just right for you. We love a custom build. American Family Insurance. Insure carefully. Dream fearlessly. Get a quote and find an agent at AmFam.com. Products not available in every state. Visit AmFam.com to learn how discounts may apply to you. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, S.I. and its operating company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin. The Nikki Glaser Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glaser Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady. Of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glazer podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glazer podcast to start listening. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. 
Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Jimmy Butler can't not just show up. I mean, he had 28 points, right? But that's not enough for this team, right? He has to be on all the time. But not just him. can't get lazy, not just him. But we saw a few times where it looked like the defense was sleeping. And you can't. Do that. You can't make mistakes against a team like this. When, when a team so it's like full throttle, when a team like all the time, to Denver, when a team like the Nuggets could score at will, and Danny, right. you've talked about that for weeks now, where you know they could be down by you know five to ten, and it's like just like that, they're they're tied up or beating you. They're up by a couple. You blink, they're up by double digits. There were a couple times in the third quarter when it was starting to get carried away, where Denver missed a shot. And they got a couple offensive rebounds where it looked like Miami's hustle wasn't. Yeah, Mike, like remember, right. remember NBA Fire, uh, NBA Jam, NBA Fire, NBA, NBA Jam. He's on fire. fire, right? It's like Jimmy Butler needs to play like he's on fire. He needs to play with that playoff Jimmy intensity. And sometimes it's there, and sometimes it's not. He well, needs again, to be consistent. Not with just that. him. When Denver puts but up he, a shot, they follow his lead. He's the tone setter, man. I hate to put it on him. It's a team game. We know that, but. That level of intensity isn't consistent. Danny, you notice that too, where there are times where offensive rebounds happen because Miami just didn't hustle for the loose ball? Yep. And it's weird because they had won six in a row at home. Then they had dropped a couple in a row at home. And I was wondering, where is that home court advantage? Mm -hmm. You pointed it out too. After halftime, we were three minutes into, a good three, four minutes into the second half, and there were still so many empty seats down in the lower bowl. Those fans need to get their butts in those seats and get their team fired up. You can't sleep on this team. It's as simple as that. So I'm excited for game four. And by the way, Stanley Cup finals tonight, so I hope you're excited about that. And I disagree with, uh, you said yesterday, our buddy Adam Shine, you saw him on TV saying, it's a must win. Unbelievable. It, It wasn't. Now, you know, Miami he said, stole one. Uh, he said one. it was a, me- a must win for Denver. Miami stole one in Denver. And Denver now stole one in Miami. So if the Heat come back and win game four, by design, I think we'd all like a 2-2 series with three games to go. So I guess Friday night you got your NBA Finals plans. And let's hope that Jimmy Butler shows up. Let's hope that, I mean, he showed up yesterday, but let's hope the whole team shows up and plays with the intensity you know they're capable of playing with. Simple as that. Yeah. But you're right about Jokic, though. I mean, everyone's saying the same thing, so we're not breaking the glass, but every shot he takes, like that little the, the floater that just bounces off the rim, he's got like a soft touch that it, it, so many times he's got that front of the rim, back of the rim in, front of the rim, backboard in. Like and it's just the, the guy he's got looks the touch. like he's, I, I saw this on social media, but I do agree. It looks like he's playing in flip flops. You know, very flat foot on flip-flops, heavy foot with the soft hands and everything he throws up goes in. I said to Spot last night, I go, look, at because at one point uh, Lowry was guarding him. I was like, what a mismatch. He looked like, honestly, it it was like, it looked like a father and a son in in like a pickup game. It's like, you know, teams got to find an answer for Jokic, not just this year moving forward. You could try to form all these super teams and try to figure it out, but... 
This team is here. I don't think they're going anywhere, Danny J. Is that fair to say as well? Like they they were close many a years, but just couldn't get it done the postseason. No, it's fair to say. This this could be a team that's hanging around for a bit. All right. Well, I think it's time for, for our Isaac. Guy, Isaac Lowenkron. <laughs> Veritable smorgasbord <laughs> for you coming up here. Oh, can't wait. Nice. We start with multiple outlets reporting, fellows, that the Denver Broncos are signing two-time Super Bowl champ, three-time Pro Bowl pass rusher Frank Clark to a one-year deal. Mm-hmm. He spent the past four seasons with the Kansas City Chiefs. Pro Football Talk reported the Minnesota Vikings expected to release running back Dalvin Cook while elsewhere in the NFL. The Super Bowl champion Kansas City Chiefs were honored at the White House recently, and who better to break down the menu at their White House celebration than head coach and notorious food enjoyer Andy Reid, which he did today at OTAs. Listen. A French toast, grilled cheese, and ham sandwich that they sprinkled a little bit of powdered sugar on. Oh. I mean, it was phenomenal. The guys were, and it was there was abundance of this uh, and and then they had uh, chicken fingers exotic chicken fingers to exotic boot. and then oh. maybe the best part was they had uh, which I hadn't seen before but little bite sized squares of the heart of the watermelon oh. so that's french toast grilled ham and cheese sandwiches exotic chicken fingers ooh, ooh. and watermelon cubes. Your thoughts. Um, From the set? I I mean, I I don't don't know if I've... He sounds like... His his passion for this menu... Seedless? I like it. Seedless, I think. What are exotic chicken fingers? That's what I want to know. We'll uh, we'll have to win some sort of championship ourselves. I guess we'll never know. You want to talk about about Andy Reid's motivation to uh, repeat... Pro Football Talk reported the Minnesota Vikings expected to release running back Dalvin Cook. Now, after that was reported, Cook Instagrammed a picture of himself celebrating during a Vikings game at Hard Rock Stadium, which is the home of the Miami Dolphins. Now, that prompted Dolphins head coach Mike McDaniel to be asked if Miami will be signing Cook, and the answer was pure Mike McDaniel. March 3rd, 1983. Day I was born, right? Now we take a closer look at that date, and that, in fact, was not yesterday. Okay, so people are rumored to be um, tall, short, people that are rumored to be, um, you're not, you're not going to get this guy. I'm year two, okay? So um, that, what I am excited about is talking about the third day of veteran minicamp. Meanwhile, Miami Heat head no, coach... Hold on, is he... Did he take oh. some Tyson bites? What is he... Was he hitting the, the little... He hitting Tito's early this weekend or what? I got two for one off with this weekend. <laughs> <laughs> I do two for one. Yeah, you want to get high, man. Oh, man. Friend, that was some edible action, day. for sure. That Don't is... That is not only classic Mike McDaniel, it's also average Mike McDaniel. That's how the guy is all the time. I like Mike McDaniel. He's a fun dude, though. <laughs> Miami Heat head coach Eric Spolstra telling reporters today that guard Tyler Hero still has not been cleared to play in the NBA Finals as he continues to recover from a broken right hand. The Heat trails Denver two games to one with Game 4 tomorrow night. Major League Baseball right now at the top of the ninth inning at Yankee Stadium. The White Sox leading the Yankees 6-5 to in Game 1 of a doubleheader. Finally, in National Best Friends Day-related news, Fox Sports Radio's Steve Cavino recently sent a Facebook friend request to Fox Sports Radio's Isaac Lowenkron, which Lowenkron gratefully accepted. As for a Facebook friend request from Fox Sports Radio's Rich Davis... I'm going to do it right now. Isaac, I didn't even know you were a Facebook guy. True story. Lowen. 
Kron. Guess what? Best buds. Thank you, Isaac. Damn it. Rich doesn't even know how to spell it. Hey, I barely do half the time. Oh, wait, myself. there it is. We have two mutual friends. I know. I thought we'd have we, more. We thought we'd have more. Being in the same industry. Yeah, that's yeah. true. Yeah. Thank you, Isaac Lowenkron. It's Cavino and Rich live from the TireRack.com studios. Brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Progressive makes bundling easy and affordable. Get a multi-policy discount by combining your motorcycle, RV, boat, ATV, and more. All your protection in one place. Bundle and save <laughs> at Progressive.com. Uh, you know, Isaac brought up a couple things during the update. Isaac, have you? Did you notice what we noticed uh, when we were watching? the game last night having some wings anytime the heat like something let's say something happened in favor of denver eric spolstra does a little neck scratch like yeah, that's like, it's ooh. like not like a tick but it's like a like it's just like a oof. Oh, like ah. that like oh. He does. He does the neck scratch and like, or like the ear. He does. He has like little. And he moments. grimaces. He makes a grimace. Like ah. He has a very unique, expressive body language. Yes. In fact, there's something starting to go viral right now of a guy doing a killer imitation of all those ticks and mannerisms on social media. Oh, really? as we well, speak. You know what? So we weren't the only ones that noticed because I'm like we last night we we're like look at Spolster. Every time if something goes his way or not, he has a different well, set you know of what mannerisms. Happened? Anytime the Nuggets made some crazy sort of play, they they went right to him right after. That. Oh, so you saw, <laughs> yeah, you saw his reaction, like oof. And here's another question: You brought up great duos. You said uh, Madden and Summerall, both who have passed away, or, you know, calling games in heaven right now, mm-hmm. probably together. If we've had one of those people on our show, we've debated this. Like we have a hey, it's Pat Summerall with Carino and Rich. It's you, Pat Summerall. Can you play something when the person passed away? Yes. Just is that like a tribute to them, music. or is it like yes. they're gone? Oh, it's like, totally a tribute to them. Okay, so Rich like, and I have like wrestled over this. Well, like, not dude, wrestled. it's a <laughs> mud wrestle. It's okay. <laughs> it's it's like it's like a an artist who passed away. You still play their music, you know? With, yeah, but I'm like, is it in bed? Like, if it's like if we're coming back from a commercial, it's like back to Karina and Rich, Patch Summerall. Like he's gone. Like should that be retired? Keep his memory alive. No, it's 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 an homage. That's Danny, what do you think? It. You're no, a radio, radio veteran. No, it's cool that you cool. have his voice and it lives on forever. Yeah. All right. They, they convinced me you didn't. All right. Well, yeah, I've been, tell- I've been saying that to Rich for months. I'm like, I don't see the issue here, man. We have a lot of IDs that we don't play because they're no longer here. And Rich was like, no, nah, man, it's in bad taste. And I'm like, no, it's not. You know, the minute people, the Iron Sheik died. How many people posted pictures of like, hey, here's me with the Iron Sheik. You know, is that in bad taste? No, you're just honoring the guy. Okay, fair enough. And by the way, if you want to see someone honor the Iron Sheik, in a really beautiful way, Dwayne The Rock Johnson. If you go on his social media, he does like a three-minute, it's sort of like a eulogy, and you know what he gives the Iron Sheik credit for? The word jabroni. He said that when he came in as a rookie to the WWE, the Iron Sheik, as he calls him, Uncle Sheik, he sat him down, he's like, Rock, sit down. You'll find out quickly who's good guy and who's jabroni. <laughs> and The Rock started using jabroni in his speeches when he was The Rock. And The Rock got credit for it. And he it. gets all the credit, like, yo, The Rock, Jabroni. He goes, no, no, that was Uncle Sheiky. So, hey, rest in peace, Iron Cheek. We got more CNR next right here on Fox Sports Radio. The Nikki Glaser Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glaser Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glaser Podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glaser Podcast to start listening. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. 
Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. Murray goes to the right hand, gets a pick from McCola, stops, throws it back to Joker, head fake on the jumper, drives in on Adebayo, shoots over him, jumper's good! And there's the horn! Denver takes game three in Miami! The home court advantage goes back to the Nuggets! The final tonight! 109-94! That's so funny. Courtesy of Nuggets Radio Network. Fourth quarter, play by Jokic, final call, 109-94. The Nuggets up two games to one. It's the progressive play of the day. Your boy Glaber Torres just hit an opposite field, missed a game walk-off home run by inches. Really? It went just to That's the right you of the play foul small ball. ball, man. No, but we were just discussing this. over and get a sacrifice no, see, fly. Ramos disagreed, and we're... we're by the way, I'll just give you the situation. Yankees are down one, first and second, no outs in the ninth. We're saying, do you bunt them over, sacrifice an out, essentially, to try to tire it, or, you know, because then a, a hit would win the game, or do you just swing away? And the Yankees are swinging away, and Glaber Torres popped up to the first baseman, so now you got one out. Yeah, weak baseball. But then again, Ramos, you were saying that in today's game, like... Well, I think in today's game, well, you got... Guys who can hit the ball, you have the time run at second base, a base that's going to tie the game. If you bunt him over, you'll probably walk the next batter to load the bases, double Seven play ends a yeah. game. So I think they let the guys swing away. But I'm with you. Old days, you bunt him over and th- sack fly. But I think it's a different idea now. Clearly, but, you, but based they just on blew it, based on what Ramos opinion. said though, the pitch before that, he missed the game winning home run by literally maybe five feet. What foul? Five feet. He went oppo, but it was five feet short of that very short right oh. field in Yankee Stadium. It was like a line drive that just missed. I was talking about butcher box, so I missed the whole thing. So well, butcher box <laughs> is worthy to talk about. Well, I'll tell you what. We promised something. I don't want to. Overpromise and underproduce, but we almost died, both of us. Now this happened to me, and I kept it to myself. Well, I don't, I don't know about then, almost died, but but that's a good oh, tease. Dude, it's a good tease. It was so bad. Now you have to use your imagination. We'll post the pictures on our Instagram story. Danny took a picture of what we're talking about. Again, follow us at Covino and Rich at Fox Sports Radio. Imagine like circular metal grates, right, with a giant hole in the middle. 
So metal grates with a giant hole where, a tree where would in the middle, go, yeah. a tree is supposed to be yeah, there. The tree planter, the big wooden base. It's a big the tree giant tree planter, yeah. but, but built into the ground. So there's like four of these in front of the building here at Fox Sports Radio. And Uh-oh. there's three trees. For some reason, one of them has no tree in yeah. the middle. So Must picture have been a ficus. Yeah, They're taking those say, out of Beverly Hills. Danny, so picture big circle grates with a hole in the middle for a tree stump, right? For a big tree. One of them has nothing in it. And by the way, Yankees, it's a second for one, back to first, double play garbage. Yankees lose. Hot garbage. Basura. Wow. Garbage. That's, That's sad. terrible. That's, That's sad. garbage oh. baseball we witnessed live. That's oh. sad. Garbage. Go That's step sad. in a hole. Yeah. Go step in a hole, That's bums! Sad. You just dropped the first game of a doubleheader, bums! That's that was bum baseball. You're, d- you're down one, bump them you're, over, go for the tie. You're sad. down one, bottom of the ninth, first and second, no out, and you pop up and ground into an inning-ending, game-ending double play. Garbage to the White Sox. Sad. Anyway, uh, I'm in a bad mood. But yo, back to the story. So there's this circle metal grate where a tree belongs. Someone removed the tree. So, so it's, it's an empty hole. That goes down about two feet. Right. I know it said two feet doesn't sound like a lot, but when you're walking, so I embarrassingly admitted to the guys, I said, you guys, the other day I was walking back from the gym and I was like checking our Kavino and Rich Fox Sports Instagram. And, you know, I was, it was after the show, I go to the gym. And then after I'm done with the gym, on my way back to my car, I'm like, all right, let me check the Fox Sports radio feedback and everything. Ramos, I'm not paying attention, but I'm not crossing the street. I'm on the sidewalk, cutting to the Fox Sports building. Wait a second. Rich not paying attention? Come on. Yo, Ramos, I step in this hole, and I sort of like my my hip and quad hurt. Like, I was like, oh! You're going to fall into a manhole someday. And the, and the yeah. next day, you didn't hyperextension fall over. Or like you know down I mean? one of like, those uh, uh, elevator I'm like, lifts I'm like the, the girl, street, sidewalk, you I'm know? Like the girl the you see that, uh, I'm like the girl you see that walked into the fountain at the mall. Like, right into the water. Like, I... Ramos, I stepped into this, and the next day, Spot, I go, Spot, can you bring uh, your Theragun to work? Because I lent him my Theragun. And he's like, oh, he didn't ask me why. The reason was because my thigh hurt from hyperextending, stepping in like a two-foot hole. And, and as I'm telling this stupid story. As he's telling the story, I'm like, oh, my God, I, I didn't want to admit this. But I I fell into this hole, <laughs> the same hole, Not doing surprised. the same thing. I'm on my phone and I'm walking and I fall into this two foot hole and, and it's like it's so frightening because you're like, ah! <laughs> and dude I go I walk ah! and these people around me saw it and it was so embarrassing. I don't know how I didn't scrape <laughs> my shins on this metal grate. My foot went right into the center, right into the middle. I don't know how I didn't fall over. But somehow get- I stepped out. But man, like you you get so scared. It's like. You know when there's like an extra step and you're you you're just your step is off? Like it was so frightening, man. I'm surprised I didn't get hurt, but both of us fell into this hole. Just a reminder, get our heads out of our asses. Yeah, yeah. I, honestly, they, you know how they used to teach kids to walk their bikes across the street? They need to teach kids to put their phones down when yeah. they're walking across and, the street. And adults. And adults. And adults. You're going to have yeah. to get extricated from a well someday Dude, like baby I, Jessica. Yeah, I was going to say, I feel like baby Jessica. Yeah, we almost, almost but you're a grown adult. Yo, it it could have been really bad. Anyway, thank you guys for hanging out with us. Enjoy your Stanley Cup finals. And tomorrow, what you need to watch in the world of sports and entertainment, yeah. we call it weekend hobnobbing. You know what they say, a show that almost falls in a well together wins together. That's right. That's right. Uh, we'll see you guys tomorrow. Until then, have a great Thursday night. Arrivederci, baby. See you in the promised land. Ah. 
I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see what music does to people, it gives me a lot of hope. If you liked Locatora before, you're going to love Season 9. Subscribe to our show and you'll see why Locatora is your prima's favorite podcast. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C., we dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.